and by listeners like you. It's Wednesday, so that means you're listening to Spoiler Alert. Listeners, on October 6, 1991, a small baby lady was born to uh. Don Stanger and Dwayne Hovey in Ottawa. That little peapot grew and grew until one day it blossomed to the woman we know as Sonia Stanger. Today, she sits before me, 30 years young, and ready to argue with me at a moment's notice. Sonia, <laughs> I speak for myself, Sean, and I assume our listeners when I say happy birthday, and you are our Scooby Snacks. You are. Aww. You really are. <laughs> Rare me. <laughs> Uh, I'm joined today uh, in the physical booth uh, by the usual suspects, uh, Sean, and of course the birthday girl. Uh, This is a Uh, self honk. Self honk. Yeah, I love a good. Is this this a spoiler alert? First, where we are actually here on that individual's birthday. We've always kind of had to massage it. If I oh, we've massaged it. Yes, deep and hard. But (laughs) I think this is the. The, the first time we've... It's been the day. It's been the day. It's the day. It's today. How do you feel? I'm 30. Yeah. Um, I feel really good, actually. You feel really good? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I did this thing last night. A friend of mine said that she did before her 30th where she, like, sat down and wrote out all the things she did in her 20s and mm-hmm. all the places she went and all the things she wants to accomplish and... It was a lot of things. Yeah. I've done some stuff, you guys. Whoa. The list has been checked off, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Yeah. Life complete. Yeah. And And we'll be releasing that list as a bonus. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I might have to do some editing on some things. Um, It's also a special day for Spoiler Alert here at CJTR. Uh, Radiothon is on right now, people. And we literally have a person standing by. So if you could call in to, uh, uh, you know, help us stay on the airwaves during this crazy, crazy time, that would really super be appreciated. Yeah. This man busy. Yeah. Sonia, can you read that number that's in front of you there? The number is 306-525-7274, extension 102. Oh, nice. Crushed it. Uh, we'll talk a little bit later about what happens if uh, the station meets its goal from the folks here at Spoiler Alert. So uh, feel free to call in and leave your name that you're uh, leaving your name for Spoiler Alert, and we'll get you something a little special. And we'll give you a little treat. It's, uh, it's going to be a you got to wait to find out what it is because it's a little bit of a surprise. Ooh. But not, not to be overshadowed, today is the birthday birthday girl's day mm-hmm. and as we are known to do for sonya's birthday we have each picked a film that we thought she would like and we're going to talk about them and one of them we're going to have to have some conversations about <laughs> yeah okay uh oh. some stuff happened frankly i'm a little concerned and upset mm-hmm. but uh mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go we're gonna have to talk about it sean would you care to uh get us started off with the film you recommended for yes Sonja? of course so I recommended from 1988, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, because she is also a boobly lady. Mm-hmm. She, like, she likes making fun say. of she likes making fun of movies. She yeah. likes a bad pun. Um, plus, she just dropped her memoir called Yours Cruelly. Um, where she revealed that she's been in a relationship with a woman for the last 20 years. Oh! What? And so I also thought bisexual icon. Oh, my um, God. This is a win. This, this is a big win for us. That's cute. Oh, my God. This, Thank you, Sean. this gal into the, into the airwaves. What and I had never seen Elvira before, which is 
weird. I don't know why. Before this movie, you mean? Before this movie. Do you, and did you watch it for the first like, time? Like, I've seen think? clips of her before, but I've never seen the film. Oh, I see. Mm. G- any films. Sonia, you had not seen it either? Same, yeah. yeah. I, I, like, knew of her and had, like, mm-hmm. read some interviews with her or whatever, like, seen seen her, but didn't know. Yeah. Hadn't seen it. Ooh. She went under the radar, and how could I have missed? How well, could I have missed her? Well, you're making up for lost time. I did, uh, yeah. Sean, what's Elvira Mistress of the Dark about? Okay, so Elvira is um, a spooky, spooky, boobly lady that yeah. um, her job is she's on this like weird access show um, and she um, watches bad horror movies and recaps them and then she loses her job, but so she wants to put on an, an L.A. show or wait, a Vegas, a Vegas show, show, my mistake, um, but she needs to raise money to do that. But then, coincidentally, she inherits a ton of money from a long-lost relative, so she goes to a very small, prudish town to pick up her inheritance, and the townspeople obviously take umbrage with her and her appearance (laughs) and her general attitude, and then things just get wild. Um, They they do get wild. And she inherits a really old, spooky, haunted house. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's witches involved, real, real fictional witches. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's so fun. It was guys, so it fun. Was it, so fun. It's crazy fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, I I believe I have seen some of this before. Maybe not all of it, but uh, I I didn't remember her being so I don't know catty and chatty. <laughs> like she <laughs> talks constantly. She's yeah. a real chatterbox. And uh, she's got one liners coming out coming out the just every second. top of her little wig. Yeah, there's uh, some of the lines are so funny. Um, <laughs> one that I wrote down the, is um, she's going to get a drink at the local bowling alley. As one does. Yeah, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's after eight, so we can't serve liquor anymore. She's like, I'll get a, um, I'll get a Bloody Mary. And then she's, the lady's like, do you want a virgin instead? And she's like, hmm, well, maybe, but I'll probably have a couple drinks first. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like, dumb and so funny. Yeah, she's basically like Mae West mixed with Morticia Adams. Yes, that is a very good way to put it. Um, and so, like, the joke writing, like, I didn't know if you guys noticed, but she there's a few lines that are, like, RuPaul's staples. That, mm-hmm. Yes. Like, the, there's, like, a moment where a thing falls on her head, and some guy's like, oh, how's your head? And she's like, no complaints yet. <laughs> and I was like, you, I feel like Ru was not explicitly mentioned that this is an Elvira joke. Yeah, Rue doesn't cite his sources enough, I would say. And there was another thing where, like, she's like, oh, you ruined my big opening. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I like more RuPaul jokes. I liked, uh, so at, at, she inherits this old house, and uh, she's a very attractive lady, which uh, all of the townspeople immediately are immediately become, turned off yeah, by yeah and all of the young children's are attract you know she's so alluring because she's cool and and hot and there's a scene that's a little weird where three dudes are trying to get a polar in of her through a window but uh we're gonna skip past that to the part where they're fixing up their house mm. and i really did enjoy this like tom sawyer ish montage as she's like bent over i don't even know what she was doing like i don't like no it just, was it was just, just like, explicitly for her to be caked up yes and all of these young boys i some of those guys were getting paid to like they were paying so other other kids were paying these other guys so that they could come and help renovate this house essentially and paint it because she's so hot 
And uh, I just, uh, all I could think of was, like, the whole Tom Sawyer uh, situation. Because what else are you going to do in a small, where were the Massachusetts? Massachusetts, yeah. yeah. It's uh, life's boring there, so you got to go help some lady renovate her house so you can ogle her. Yeah. You know. So there are a few moments like that where things kind of cross over into non-consent territory. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's weird. But what I really like about the movie is that she always gets the upper hand Mm -hmm. and she kind of is unfazed and unbothered to such a degree that it kind of like takes the power away from Mm -hmm. those moments a little bit, which like it doesn't solve them. Like that's not, you know, a resolution to those issues, but it makes it a lot more enjoyable, especially as a female viewer who has those experiences, like, it, it's not, like, triggering in that same way that sometimes it is when those mm-hmm. moments are depicted where you're like, well, this is a bummer because now I'm thinking about the prevalence of sexual violence, basically. <laughs> but it's just like, no, now I get to watch Elvira win at life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like on that feels ra- victorious. On her, like, road trip, there's just the road trip montage of a creepy guy getting in her car, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then she just, like, throws him out and is like, you forgot your axe. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. <laughs> She's just so amazed. Yeah. yeah. Um... Also, I would like to talk about um, Edie McClurg as Chastity Pariah, oh, incredible who is the work. sort of la- the the lead um, prude lady in town, religious prude that is um, Elvira's biggest antagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, that Elvira definitely gets even with by the end. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just so good. She plays. She plays a, a little religious zealot, just so easily. Yeah, she crushed it. There's like, like you fully believe her existence, and uh, even when she kind of loses it a few times and starts saying things that uh, a yeah. pure lady might never say, a pure, a pure uh, lady. It's, it's still, it's still, you know, uh, it's always this idea that it's just barely contained under these, underneath all this rage. Well, and honestly. Where's the lie? Yeah, like that's a thing. That's that's a thing with highly sexually repressed societies. It's all simmering it's all, under it's the surface. Sitting right at the top. It's all still there. Yeah. Um, also that Cassandra met a lot of her co-stars from this movie from the Groundlings. Oh, Which yeah. I think is like really cute. Like basically every person that's in it. She was like, we did an improv class together and now you're in my film. <laughs> I feel like that kind of reads, actually. Yeah. In the performances. I think a lot of stuff was, like, probably just done a few times with some intention in mind and a few jokes. Like, I think she's just really good at, like, talking a lot. Because I don't know how you write that hotel scene. Mm. Right? Like, Like, I just, like, you know... She goes in and she's looking for a room and like she can't get one. And there's some like straight back and forth dialogue. But then they start like bickering and talking over one another a little bit. And you're like, there's no, like they just did this four times. Yeah. And this is where they got to. Yeah. And, yeah, true. Uh, it's, it's pretty good. It's crazy. She does it a She's very good at it. Yeah, she really is. And you know what, you guys? Have you seen a picture of her recently? Yeah, she's stunning. Uh, she's so hot still. Yeah. It's, she's I, like 75. Are, how do I ask Just this? ask it. Yeah, Just are her it. boobs real? Like, I this, think so. Okay, is it like this is all, like is this movie magic? What's going on here? <laughs> well, okay, I did some reading about this Horror actually because yeah. I was fixating. I mean, mm-hmm. as you're like intended to do, like yeah. that's, she designed Her dress is cut in a specific yeah. arrow <laughs> pointed to boobs. And so not only is it cut in a very specific way, apparently it's like rigged in the dress. Like there's like underwire built into the dress and like, 
it's you know structured so that it just lifts her and pushes mm-hmm. them together to make them look even more you know magnificent and it works yeah. like uh there's there's you know does. rocket scientists at work and it is it is it is happening <laughs> yeah same with the wig unit yeah. honestly. Yeah. honestly like wh- what card of trap pulleys and gears are going on in there uh did you guys feel it was like a i don't know how to describe, like like an overly large mushroom cut with like long bits at the back it I kind of reminded me of like scene hair maybe What's a scene hair? Like emo, like, like um, a scene kid? Oh, yeah. scene hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But bigger. Like but eight, bigger. the 80s version. It's of, like that mixed with a beehive. Yeah. And every once in a while, you're like, what's going on? Like, how did they, is that two wigs? Like, what did it they? It has, it can't just be one. I, no. I was so stressed out when she got tar poured on the wig. I know. Mm-hmm. I was like, how they are you ever going to get that out? Oh, yeah. girl, wait. And a mo- moment later, it was gone. And then did she you? just took a little bath and, <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. Also, is that really what you do? I think that would help, yeah. Anything, anything to like thin it, thin it out, right, mm-hmm. to the point where it's not stuck anymore. You should use a paint thinner. Yeah. The, well, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know either. Um, did you guys notice the scene where she's in bed and she has like just tissue paper wrapped around her head? Yeah. To keep the hair in place. <laughs> I was. I'm obsessed, you guys. Uh, I also really, really enjoyed. Like, so we get this sort of. Dare I say, B plot of her great uncle, who's yeah. trying to get this this cookbook recipe book, which actually turns out to be like a witch's spell book. Yeah, um, but uh, <laughs> there's like little hints that there's like magic in this world, and then she makes dinner, and then all of a sudden <laughs> it it's comes alive, fully magic. Yeah, it's like this dog thing. I think it was an eel. Maybe I don't know. Some it, monster. It had appendages. I thought. Maybe some little arms. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it did take a turn from being one thing to a different. It's sort of not a different film, but kind of a different plot. Yeah, a different (laughs) vibe. It got a little scary. Oh yes, it did get scary. Oh, I didn't think it get the witches were or the townspeople were going to burn her at the dang stake. (laughs) But my my favorite part. I'm curious whether it's yours as well. Um, The potluck. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that was, was a good that part. was pretty great. When she she basically bewitches she she puts a dish <laughs> out at the potluck that she thinks will contain the same eel monster. Yes, but she made a change to the recipe, and it just ends up making everyone really really horny. <laughs> and then they basically have an orgy. And Chastity Pariah goes to someone, and yeah. she's like, "Is this seat taken?" And then sits on his face. <laughs> like, yeah, Which I, I was not expecting really appreciate. That. Um, no, my favorite part was when they cut to Elvira being, uh, as a baby, being shipped away. And then the camera cuts to Elvira and she's just, like, got a big black wig, like a baby. Yeah, yeah that, with that, like, that was a little terrifying. Like a ton, of, a ton of makeup on this little baby. Yeah. I just laugh at that. Um, what did you think of that dance number at the end? Oh, yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. 80s, I baby. It. I forgot about it. Yeah, she gets to her Vegas show, and then she has a, a oh, bra that yeah. spiders with tassels. Fully <laughs> forgot, but yeah, the tassels were incredible. That's really hard to do. I don't know if you guys have ever tried. I guess you kind of can. I haven't tried. Maybe I should. It's really, you just what have to very, swing your body. What if Jeremy is secretly a very skilled burlesque dance? <sighs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised at I this would, point. I would be surprised, but then I might, you know, I, do I use that power for good or evil? Um. <laughs> <laughs> it would probably corrupt you eventually. 
Um, Absolute power. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> we watched some other movies this week. Yeah. Uh, yes. The next one is my recommendation, which I've had on the show mm-hmm. a few times, and mm-hmm. I used this opportunity to force both of these two to watch it. Uh, it's a little Canadian movie called After the Ball. Mm-hmm. Um, it is about... It's a Canadian movie. It is, yeah. That that's makes why. As if you couldn't tell. That's, that's why no, it's full it of, makes a lot chock, more chock sense. full of Canadian people <laughs> in Montreal. It's so Canadian. Um, it's very Canadian. Um, dare I say, probably the best Canadian movie made in the past. It was like 2015 or 2016. It was in 2015, yeah. and I was very surprised that it was made that late. Yeah. yeah. No, I thought it was 1997. It's there's there's a there's a quality bump in Canadian content right mm-hmm. now. Um where we like buy used cameras from people in the states to recreate the look that they <laughs> <laughs> um but uh I really like this movie and it's sort of a mix of Shakespeare stuff and Cinderella stuff yeah. mm-hmm. and it's it's around fashion and it's pretty ridiculous as a young fashion designer goes undercover as her uh, as a man yeah but what to infiltrate her own family's company yeah what but what is her relationship to the man that she's pretending to None. be None. Yeah, no that they're no what are no. you talking about Nothing. She's, she's pretending to be the she she creates a fictional person oh i thought it was but it was based off of her uncle or whoever that guy was Oh, oh well, yeah. no, she's sort of like emulating yeah, her. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was more of a... Okay, was he, I didn't was he know her what godmother's people... partner or I... was he her gay best friend? I don't know. I don't know what those two people were. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was... Was... <laughs> <laughs> she kept going back to We're them. really clarifying things for uh-huh. the listeners yep. now. But basically, she has this godmother. She refers to herself as that in a text right. early on. Yes. And oh, then there's oh, this man text. who's always there with her. Who, to who me, has known her since she was a child. Yes. He... He read big gay vibes for me. Well, he was. Okay. I think so, yeah. There we, okay, so gay yeah. best friend. So. But uh, anyway. But he just also lives there or something? Like, I don't know. Yeah, they hang out a lot. They hang out a lot. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so our, our main, our, our heroine uh, is infiltrating her dad's. Kate. Kate. Kate in, uh, infiltrating her dad's clothing company uh, to try and. Because she was. Prove herself. Well, Sonia has something to say Yeah, here. back it up. So, okay, up. her dad keeps. Keeps, they're kind of estranged because he's married to this awful woman. Yes. With the biggest Please. hair, like Elvira level. Yeah. yeah. Mary hair. from Dumb and Dumber. Yes. The evil stepmother, yeah. basically. Oh my God, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, she finally relents because she needs a job because mm-hmm. she just finished fashion school. She goes, it's awful. The stepmother and stepsisters treat her awful because it's a Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they frame her for selling trade secrets to the competition and so her to dad Frost. fires her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to <laughs> call him Frost. To call him play by Colin Mockery. To play by Colin Mockery. It's a great effect, I would say. I, w- I think it was great. I yeah. screamed when I saw Colin Mockery. <laughs> and so then they hatch a plot, her godmother and the man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has <laughs> a name, man. but I can't the remember man. it. Um, to basically, she's the man her. Yes. It's basically Canadian cheese the man. Yeah. Yes. The second half to of the put movie. her up in boy drag. Put this bird-faced this small movie. woman yes. with piles of hair into a into a man drag. But yeah. Sean, you can't tell me you weren't 
gagged the first time you saw him. I laughed out loud. <laughs> I thought she did a really good job. I thought it was hilariously terrible. It was more. It's more convincing than Amanda Bynes. Yeah, maybe. But right. almost anything. Maybe, maybe the first time I saw it, I remember being very confused. But I, I think <laughs> you thought it was a different person. I You're like, now who's this character? <laughs> but uh, I thought because. I thought it was like a different character. Like I was like, like what? That's is, amazing. What is See, that? that shows it's good. But anyway, yeah. Um, you know, and then very shortly after, I figured it out. But hijinks ensue. Uh, there's some really confusing end parts where the sister, the the stepsisters attempt to sort of like trick her into revealing the new fall line, and then they wear this and then they alien chic. give them a fake fall line. Yeah, that is alien chic, and it's crazy. Everything works out in the end. What did you guys think of this movie? I loved it. It's so good, right? Like, it's crazy. I, really, I was dubious at first, and I was like, oh, Jer's going to, I'm going to have to put a brave face on it and lie <laughs> to Jer and say it was fine. Because at first I was like, this just seems like a Hallmark movie. Because, you know, those are also made in Canada. Um, but then it really, it, it got me. It did. I can't believe I missed the explicit Canadianness of it. But yeah, now it makes funny. so much sense. Mm. Like, how is every, I was like, how is this woman not Amanda Seyfried? Like she somehow is, but she's not. Or like, <laughs> she's, yeah, I was like, this is Stanley Tucci and Angelica Houston, but mm. they're not. They're some <laughs> random Canadian actors. It's just like everyone's sort of like why? downgraded. Why did you think she had a French Canadian love interest? Yeah. Just, I just I didn't even know he was French Canadian. I thought he was just French. <laughs> he literally, oh, okay. He's a shoe man. What are you talking about? Yeah. They're like he's a French shoe man. Anyway. I did. I actually, when I looked him up, I was like, "Oh, he is French Canadian. That's random to get a job in." <laughs> it was because literally in Montreal. I know. I know. Uh, now so I know. So many indicators. I watched it. They say Montreal. I like watched it late, later on in the night. Um, but <laughs> also, that guy is from Crazy. Do you remember Crazy? Yeah. C R A Z Y. Oh, I yeah, still yeah. haven't seen it. It's oh, good. Yeah. But he plays. Um, Zed, whoever the Zed mm-hmm. is, like Xander or something, he's, Zachary. He's hot. Oh, he's a... He did it for me. He's a fine He's a fine man, fine gentleman. More French-Canadian love interests, I think. Um, could, be, could be could be had. The thing that upset me from the beginning was mm-hmm. how too much clumsiness. I uh-huh. like They really <laughs> front-loaded how clumsy she was. Like I, That kind of wore off, like, maybe after the first third but she was knocking over racks of clothing she was uh, like falling on the ground every five minutes she was hitting a door I was like this woman's gonna get a brain injury yeah like it was next level I'm a clumsy person you know Mm. I fall down now and then but But like she's a menace yeah it was extreme but uh, I don't know why the cliche filled uh, thing works so well and it's such a strange movie because I feel like 20 minutes in you pretty much know, except for all the stuff with Nick is her alter ego, right? Like, Nate. Nate. It's Kate and Nate. Kate, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but Plus um, eight. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Sean. Uh, but you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like you do. You know, maybe you don't know about Alien Chic, but other than that. And the resolution is so fast. I knew the second when he was like, hey, do you want to try this shoe? And she's like, I have an odd-sized foot. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Cinderella, here we come. Yeah. This 100%. is going to make or break it. Sean, did you like it? I did have a very fun time with it. Um, there was a there was a, a character that is their friend at the office that makes the office chic. Yes. He was a, he was like he was a weird a weird one. I couldn't place him cuz he had like these huge mutton chop sort of 
sideburns. Mm-hmm. Again, the year is 2015. <laughs> and and they like and then they go out for like they go out really partying for drinks the first time that Nate works there. Uh and during, during the week, I guess why? Oh, for Nate to hit on what's his face accidentally. Anyway, it was like there were some parts that I was like, what is going on? But it was really fun. And also, Mr. Big, as Oh, yeah. We haven't even dad, mentioned. With a, a sensible pair of glasses. Yeah, those glasses are... I didn't think he was that good. I thought Ooh. he was fine. Like, I... Like I yeah, you know, he I think he was, like, on set for two days. Like, he just gave, gave that vibe where it was just like, I will say these words. Yeah. I Yeah, he wasn't given too much because he's set up as, like... A real mean dad, mm-hmm. like that, just hasn't spoken to his daughter for like a long time, and then just ditches her, and then does the classic thing of like she hates me, <laughs> and it's like, well, maybe because you, you haven't talked give to her, her for only four years. nothing to work with. Yeah, and yeah. why have you connected with this guy who's been working here for like a month and such a deep level? Yeah, you know, it's like um, I do have a question for you too. It's mm-hmm. a thing I don't know about. So I, I don't I don't presume to know. Um, Are the fashions good? Is that's exactly gonna... what. Yeah, because I, I I like I I'm always so confused, and they're like, oh my god, it's so incredible, and I'm like, that's just the same coat. Like, yeah. like when is... <laughs> so when Nate does his sort of busting out, everyone mm-hmm. is impressing everyone at the office. Like, how did you make that? It is the reveal of the dress is. Like a dress from Le Chateau. Yeah, it's, I screamed. It's so the most boring thing you've ever seen. It's just a tank dress with like some cutouts with a little along cut out. the, the neckline. And everyone is like, oh my God. Whoa, <laughs> he, literally what is says, he literally says, you made that in three days? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I could make that in three days and I don't know how to yeah. sew. <laughs> um, and yeah, everyone's like, we don't do like ball gowns. And it's like, this is... It barely inappropriate for the right, office. You could wear that to work. Yeah, um, and and uh, what? Did, oh, but then in research, I found out that the costume designer collaborated with La Chateau to make <gasps> and had a line come out with them. So it was and very still, you didn't realize it was Canadian. I know. Hey, <laughs> That's so it's all funny. coming. Uh, there was a part too where the godmother was like, "Oh, this dress—it's the hottest of haute couture," and it is. Not <laughs> this is hotest mess. <laughs> the hotest mess. But, the hotest mess. So yeah, that. But also that is part and parcel with making a, a film about amazing clothes. Is you have to also find amazing clothes, and mm-hmm. that's kind of hard to do. Or you can just have props of clothes that can stand in for amazing clothes. CGI. I, I could not tell, and you know, there's revelations in this, such as a woman arranging a lot of buttons. That I'm just like, what, what are we doing here? Why is there a warehouse well, no, full of buttons? To be fair, that was madness. Like, that wasn't a you problem, Jer. Um, and also, I mean, 2016 wasn't the wasn't the best for fashion, I would say. You know? True. Maybe true. high fashion, but like retail, you know, what they were doing wasn't that much worse. But it, yeah, it was pretty funny to want to watch. I just, yeah, Castle, you're not being saved. Um. I love that her man voice. Okay, I'm going to do my impression. Oh right my now. god, yeah, here we go. Oh, uh, yes, hello, I'm Nate. Oh, you crushed that. It's wow. very that. It's exactly what I do when I'm pretending to be a man. <laughs> that was that is very so good. That's exactly it. Because <laughs> it's I I actually was gagged the first time that she did it because I was like, that's what that's, that's what my I voice do. that I do. <laughs> so when you pretend to be Stan, 
Um, any last thoughts on uh, the the strange? We picked some weird movies, like the the trio of movies we selected. Yeah, we did really pick a, a strange triptych. Yeah, I, I like kind of strange. Sean's kind of had like a flow to it that you could sort of see, but this this was this was not. But uh, any last thoughts on Elvira or um, after the ball before we go to the break? Both watchable, I think. Very, yeah. Both should be uh, watched with eyeballs at the nearest possible convenience. Yeah. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. She, um, I don't know. I really liked her. Portia Doubleday was her name. Yeah. The lead gal. She, she's in, uh, she's in a lot of stuff now. Uh, Portia Doubleday? Yeah. What's, isn't yeah. that good? <laughs> what's her big one? What uh, uh, Mr. Oh, Robot. Yeah. I was yeah. But, oh. I haven't watched it, but I saw that on Yeah, no, she's good. She's really great. Anyway, you guys, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsors. You're listening to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community. Welcome back. You're listening to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Today we're celebrating the birthday girl, Sonia, Yay. over there. But first, uh, do anyone know what time it is? Well, it's 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's game time, people. What? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I heard it last own. week, but... <laughs> It's still it's still useful. For those who don't know, if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend literally eight seconds this week looking for a title related to our topic that these two have hopefully not seen. I tell them the title. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about. And we all have a great time. Uh-huh. Sean and Sonia, are you guys ready to play the game? I think so. Oh, heck yeah. This week's title is Daphne and Velma. That title again, mm. Daphne, Daphne and Velma. Velma. Okay, I'm going first. Yes, as you should. <laughs> as I should. I'm taking it's my, my space. It's my freaking birthday. It's my birthday. Oh my god. <laughs> um, okay. Well, there's only one. Th- like, there's only one thing I want this to be. Okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. that is a lesbian love story about Daphne and Velma from Scooby Doo. Oh. And, it's and what steamy. happened to the rest of the crew? May I ask? Um, you know they they're still a gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still solve mysteries. Things were a little weird with Fred for a while because mm-hmm. he was, you know, pretty jealous about... He got his ass gotten in a lot, so <laughs> <about> it. <laughs> he really mm-hmm. did get his mm-hmm. ass gotten a little bunch. Um, but, you know, he just wasn't attending to Daphne's emotional needs. Yep. He didn't, he didn't listen to her like Velma does. And frankly, almost no one could hold a conversation like she can. Like, she just knows so much. Mm-hmm. And she looks great in those turtlenecks. Um, well, thank you. And the lesbian flag... Orange and purple, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. What did you just do? <laughs> I have to go home and write some fan fiction. <laughs> I gotta go. Thank you. Thank you, Sonia. Yeah, Thank you're so welcome. Sure. Um, so I believe Daphne and Velma is about to the Scooby gang, but it's more of a... Um, like a Muppet baby's take on it where they meet Amazing. in <laughs> they meet as teensy weensy babies uh, and they solve sort of a little mystery in their daycare mm-hmm. um, but they also wear like teeny tiny like versions of their outfits little orange turtleneck as a baby um, my glasses <laughs> yeah <laughs> but she's not old enough to have glasses at this point so jinkies she just can't see period jinkies <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and and like Scooby's a puppy, and the four of them are all just, you know, toddling around. It's very cute. 
I'm know. surprised this hasn't been a show. I, this probably that probably is a show. Um, There's a lot of Scooby Doo yeah. uh, ripoffs, not ripoffs, <laughs> uh, remakes. I don't know sequels. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the universe is large. Yeah, Sean, oddly, oddly close. <gasps> Whoa, but not not quite. Oddly close, but not quite. Uh, Sanj, way off. Uh, anyway, well, <laughs> your idea was better. Says you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you guys, as far as I can tell, this is a standard Scooby-Doo plot stretched into a 75-minute movie with, with not just... not a long movie. With just da- it's a director video. With just Daphne and Velma. Not the rest of the crew. Uh, it's a 2018 American direct-to-video comedy mystery film. Um, it's pretty bad. It looks. I I don't know if I don't know if I can watch it, but you'll notice theme with Scooby-Doo content. It's only an hour and 15 minutes. That's all it is. Uh, it's produced by the Tillsdale sisters, uh, Ashley and, and Jennifer. Are... Oh, <laughs> wait, Tisdale. They, yeah, sure, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I, I, I threw an L in Bob there. Bob to the top. I, I was like, is Tisdale different than Tisdale? No. Okay. You. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, it's, it's... Are they in it? No. They just produce. Yeah, they just... They're, they're, yeah. Anyway, um, it's just about Daphne and Velma meeting in high school. And as far as I can tell, the other characters are not involved. Wow. And... um Choice? 2018 was a dark year. That's all I can say to you guys. Uh you guys, thank you for playing the game. This week's The Game has been brought to you by Radiothon. Yay! Radiothon. On now. On now. CJTR's anniversary, 20th anniversary. Not just any anniversary. It's a big 2-0. The big 2-0. Oh, my God. Yep. You and CJTR are having a birthday. Whoa. ease. Is <laughs> uh, on now and runs until tomorrow, Thursday, October 7th. So now is your time. Mm-hmm. Radiothon is a week-long festival of special programming, obviously, because it's my birthday, <laughs> and a fundraiser for Regina Community Radio, and we are raising $20,000 in celebration for our 20th anniversary. <sighs> Donations of $100 or more will receive a limited edition t-shirt only available to Radiothon donors. And for every $25 you donate, your name will be entered into a draw for special prize packages featuring amazing products and services from local businesses like the Cure Kitchen and Bar, Vintage Vinyl and Hemp Emporium, The Optical Shop, Bushwhacker, Pacific Fresh Fish, The Cathedral Pet Stop, Neutral Ground, Above the Fold Marketing, Takeaway Gourmet, (gasps) Regina Folk Festival, Cathedral Mm. Social Hall, JB's Sausage Supply. Wow. (laughs) Excitement in the room for that one. And Buckthorn General Store. Uh, Celebrate local voices and culture by streaming, tuning in, and pledging your support to 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio during Radiothon 2021. On now. And there is an actual live human standing by ready to take your calls. He's He's waiting. Please call. He's He's holding a fistful of JB's sausage right now. (laughs) (laughs) I think he actually is sitting, not standing. but uh, And that's reasonable. You know, in terms of clarity. But he's there. We support uh, safe working conditions here at CJTR. Yeah, do what you have to do. So please call at 306-525-7274, extension 102, to make your donation or donate online at cjtr.ca. And Mm -hmm. if you donate and you mention us by name, you say, Mm -hmm. hey, psst. I like to listen We're to spoiler here. alert. We're here we like spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Yep. We will send you an, an exclusive, exclusive. 
<laughs> no, that was not planned. How did you guys do that? <laughs> I knew that she was going to say that. Watch along track, but it's a surprise. It's a surprise. We're not going to tell you what it's for. But it'll so. be really fun. Mm-hmm. So do it. Yeah. Please. And if we hit the goal, I think that we will release it yeah. to the public. Yeah. Yeah. We got to reach $20,000, though. Yeah. So. And then it's, so it's, then it's going phones. out. And if it doesn't, then it's just lost to the ether unless you donate. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. for us. And in all honesty, you guys, if it does hit 20, it's actually a lot easier for us to upload it to our yeah. podcast service <laughs> than to try and get individual people to think. So, you know, it would really help us out if you yeah. could just, uh, you know, pony up. Anyway. <clears throat> Talk pony to your up. friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Please donate. Bye. Bye. Um, <laughs> We're not leaving, though. <laughs> <laughs> today, it's Sonia's birthday. Again, you guys did the bye at the same time, and I had no idea how you did that. <laughs> We're just in sync. There you go. Um, bye, bye, bye. We, <laughs> we each picked a movie for Sonia to watch, and Sonia also picked uh, a movie for us to watch. Okay. Um, and she is going to have to tell us about a movie or maybe a couple movies called... Scooby-Doo. Ruby, Ruby. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Sonia, what's Scooby-Doo about? Well, like, uh, <laughs> you guys have heard of Scooby-Doo. Come on. Uh, it's a it's a Hanna-Barbera cartoon of old, I think. Yes. Hanna-Barbera? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Okay, I, I said it, and then I was like, did you just make that up? <laughs> um, that, I believe, dates back to the 60s. Okay. Or is that... Oh, I'm sure. I'm I didn't, guys, it's I'm my gi- birthday. I didn't do research. <laughs> I was I, like, that's too much work. I'm giving it to Google. 69. 69. <laughs> what a good Whoa. year. Um, and, you know, there have been various iterations. There was a cartoon on when we were children. There, you know, have been movies before, I believe. Mm-hmm. But in 2002, mm-hmm. they said... They broke them all. Someone had the audacity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To go live action slash digital. <laughs> And it looks yes. amazing. I'll tell you what. It has an age The animation today. is Oh, it's just perfect. stunning. Uh, the cast, I will say, is great. Um, we have possible... Okay, no, actually, mm-hmm. I'm going to save the best for last. Um, so we have um, Linda Cardellini as Velma. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar as Daphne. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. as Fred. Fred, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, I don't care about him. Um, Who's like, fine. I don't know. The character's not that great, but I feel like he does a good job. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. And then I would argue maybe the best casting of anything of all time. Inspired casting. Like, it's truly brilliant. Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. I, I... Okay, so before we we get too deep, I just want to go on record that I did not like this movie. Well, yeah, that's you know, that's I just want I just want it that has know a thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> so that's a pretty hot it, take. It was, he is acting so much, yeah. and like he's shaggy, like like he's like oh Scoob, oh I totally man, and he is knocking it out of the park, and how he did not get an Oscar for that. I will never <laughs> An know. Oscar. <laughs> I mean, in terms of in terms of impersonating another thing that exists, because he's a drawn character. But I mean, he really did a good job. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, yeah. Do you know who wanted? Who was up for the roles first? Jim Carrey and also Mike Myers. For Expressed real. interest. Of oh, Can you imagine? Ooh, they would have been too old for that. I feel they would have been very old. Um, okay, Sanch, take us through Scooby Doo. Okay, walk so us, walk something- us through it. There's something that I need to tell you guys before mm-hmm. I tell you this. Uh, yeah. What do you need to tell us? 
Um, did I choose this movie hmm. because I saw a TikTok <laughs> about about this about a scene where Velma's wearing this really really tight like pleather outfit and mm-hmm. she comes down some stairs and she's really hot and it reminded me of a bisexual awakening that I had as a young person <laughs> and I wanted to relive that. And you that. thought this would be a I bit of like, an origin story. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's fun. Let's watch that. Yes. Yeah. That is why I picked it. Was that part in this film? <laughs> Was that part actually from the sequel from 2004? Yes, it was. Yes, yes. So this was for no reason at all. <laughs> but the thing is, I did actually watch this movie a lot as mm-hmm. a kid. I think it was on rotation in our lunchroom. Oh, my God. Because oh. there were so many parts of this movie that I was like, oh. This, this is imprinted in my brain, actually. Like, I wouldn't have known it before now, but seeing it again, this is so familiar to me. Like, the part, the chanting. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's in my brain. It's What? I knew the words to the chant. Oh, oh my God. That's weird. Anyway. Um, basically, it, it opens with, like, the ending of one of their classic mysteries. Yes. Where they're in a warehouse, their plan goes wrong, but then... By mishap, they end up catching the bad guy. They pull off his mask. He says, I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you pesky kids. Mm-hmm. Meddling kids, pardon yep. me. That would have been a real oversight. Um, and then the the news, the, <laughs> the news cameras is what I was about <laughs> to say. <laughs> anyway, the news wants to interview them. And then, of course, like he always does, Fred steps in and talks Thanks. over everyone and takes credit for everything. And then they all get into a big fight and they split up. And then it's two years later, and separately, each of the, the gang, what are they called? The, the, the Mystery Inc. Oh, yeah, Mystery Inc. Yeah. Uh, I, I always want to say, I always think of, like, the Mystery Machine, and then I want to say, like, the Mystery something. The Mystery mm-hmm. Machine. The um, Machine of Mystery. Individually, Inc. they're all invited to a place called Spooky Island. Yep. Yeah. Super good name. By Rowan Atkinson, as it turns out. Uh, and Spooky Island has its own airline. It mm-hmm. does. Yeah, and it's it's... Not that spooky. It seems like a no. fun place to go to. It's an amusement park. Yeah. Um, and they're all super surprised to see each other. And then paranormal things start happening and the gang basically has to get back together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And all, that's, um, that's all that And happens. Scooby is oh, yeah. a CGI yes. animated sort yeah. of character. Yeah. And I would say really does not offer anything to this. <laughs> The, on the plane when he so to get him on the plane he dresses yeah. as they dress him up as an old woman and then he chases a cat on the plane yeah and then shaggy's like grandma no <laughs> it's like it's crazy it makes the yeah. the animation is so bottom of the barrel at the beginning <laughs> mm-hmm. did you guys think that i was oh, like all the way through yeah, yeah there was like a point where um oh yeah okay so a, a literal barrel actually falls on Shaggy's head, um, but you can see his face through a hole in the barrel. But they just animated like his face on the barrel instead of like just sort of having a hole in the barrel, and it looked <laughs> yeah, so crazy. It looked that. like a TV on like uh, like on stills. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was crazy. They made some strange choices. Yeah, there were some choices. Um, oh, and if you want to know that it's two thousand two. The cameos, we've got oh. Pamela Anderson off the beginning. <laughs> we've got Sugar Ray for 
extended time. I didn't even. I didn't know that was. I didn't know who that was. <laughs> I was like, really why are they funny. focusing on this band? Like, what's happening? It was Sugar Ray, baby. Well, it was Sugar Ray, baby. All around the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, was also uh, taken aback by the quote-unquote special effects. <laughs> they, um, were, they were special. Was, you got to yeah. give them that, Jerry. Uh, the Scorpion King was also made the same year, mm. so mm. I think that we can all just admit that we weren't ready for we it. We weren't ready. <laughs> like, no. like, the world wasn't we flew ready. too close to the sun. Um, but the thing that really drove me nuts about this movie was that it was a, a Scooby-Doo mystery, but they, like, threw five things in there. Like, yeah. there was magic and robots and... And some cult stuff, and this Scrappy Doo. Yeah, and, and like then it turned out to be Scrappy Doo. Yeah, it's just all of the things, and he, yeah, like it was like, what are we, what are we doing here? It was What's, confused. It, it was, was a confused movie. It didn't know what it was doing, especially because did you guys know there's a secret R-rated cut of this <laughs> okay. film? Yes, this is what I I did want to bring this up. What? I don't know if there's a secret R-rated cut. Or if it's that the filmmaker James Gunn originally wanted, he pitched it as an R-rated Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. And there are there are little moments that sneak in that tell you that that was the intention. Like, I really like that they acknowledge that Shaggy is clearly a stoner. Mm-hmm. And there are jokes about it. Like, there's this scene when they're all broken up where it, like... It like goes to the the mystery machine, and you can see like smoke coming out the top. Yeah, and it's like, oh boy, Scoob, this is some primo stuff. <laughs> um, and there are like just, seven weeks. Just jokes. do Nate's voice from After the Ball. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> and then uh, and then it turns out they're just making toast. But I'm like, that's funny. I I mean, this is not a hot take, but I I love when kids movies do that. When oh they yeah, throw in some jokes for the adults. Well, I mean, like it's you know it's there. It's not mm-hmm. not there exactly. So they had to do something. The but, source material. Yeah, it's true. Um, they had to like digital digitally alter some necklines because yes, they had of, to reduce the cleavage. A lot oh, of cleave. Oh really? Yeah. Which I'm disappointed by. Yeah, I mean really. that's fair. Well, and this is this is this whole thing. So I've seen the sexy Velma scene. And she's way sexier in the first one as, like, her clothes get tathered and she's running around from place to place. Oh, And, yeah. you know, like, we're, we're – she's a hot lady, you guys. Like, yeah. like they did not – you know, they cast an, an attractive cast, I would say, across the board and then brought them down, including Rowan Atkinson, the villain, <laughs> uh, who uh, – He's sort of a sex symbol. It's true. Uh, <laughs> Rowan Atkinson. Oh, man. <laughs> that turkey on his head? Come on. <laughs> But <laughs> uh, I could be the turkey. I have, um, a, I have a quick quiz for you guys. Oh, sure. Go. True or false? This movie contains the word scrote. I would say true. Probably true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Scrappy says it to Fred. Like, when they're fighting, he says, you don't have the scrote for this, Pally. I literally rewinded it because I was like, Did surely not. <laughs> surely not. But no, it was. Yeah, I don't know who it's made for. Like, yeah, I don't Especially because there's, in the middle, there's a very extended burp and fart sequence yep. that goes on for oh, 10 minutes. Yeah. Mm. And it is revolting. Yeah, I think that stuff is funny, you oh. know, somewhat, like mm-hmm. generally speaking, but it was way too much. Oh, yeah. No, it was, it was those really gross kind of burps, too. <laughs> you know, like where they, anyway. It, gross, gross burps, gross farts. I don't like. Um, I think farts are often less gross than burps. Is that weird? Yeah, it's a little weird. Hmm. Just the noise. To, anyway. While well, you're back to ones in here, fart talk on <laughs> CJ's. <Sorry. Yeah. laughs> 
Sorry, everyone. Um, did I think that everyone's outfits were very awesome, though? Mm, yeah. I think everyone, like Sarah Michelle Gellar, everything she wore was instantly iconic. Like pink, like those purple jumpsuits. Um, these like go-go boots that she just wears in her like normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it was great to see Sarah Michelle Gellar like yes. fighting a dude again. Getting to pull out some of her Buffy skills. Some of her Buffy skills. Karate. She's so good. I'm sure some of it was stunt, but... Oh, you know, certainly. I did feel, though, that the whole thing, like, it should have taken place in the 70s. Mm. And I don't... Like, like, that's just my immediate reaction to, like, oh, well, there's a live-action Scooby-Doo. It Oh, it takes place in the time of Scooby-Doo. And, like, no, 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 it's like 2000 and whatever. They're just being themselves. And uh, I thought that was very strange. Yeah, I feel like it's even in the movie, it feels confusing. Like it's yeah. kind of out of because everyone's normal, and then they're like, "Why are you guys all dressed so? <laughs> Why are you wearing an ascot?" <laughs> yeah, uh, I will say though that the mystery machine, which I think is only in the first couple scenes, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't even see it. Is I would buy that. Yeah, it looks it's cool. beautiful. It looks cool. It looked so good. Someone just got to paint the mystery. Like that's what happened. Yeah, and- some set deck person got to like have a lot of fun yeah i would not be surprised if matthew lillard was like don't pay me i want that okay also well, matthew, totally, man. <laughs> matthew lillard is still playing shaggy like i looked at his imdb and he does the voice of shaggy in <gasps> films that have come yeah. out like this year that, oh that makes me happy yeah but that's what happens with these kids movies things it's like mm. shrek right like it is this like it doesn't have to be great because I know a small little girl who would probably watch this and have quite a good time at the park <laughs> yeah. scenes. Quite a good time. Yeah. Um, Is it me? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, <laughs> She's you're, no longer a little girl. You're a big girl now, uh, Sanj. Yeah. Did you pay your taxes? Know. Anyway, yeah. but um, I really had, as a guy who has watched a lot of children's content of varying degrees of quality, mm. it was it was hard. Yeah, like, I'm oh, sorry, guys. Honestly, it's okay. I regretted it. <laughs> I really did. I was blinded by Linda Cardellini. And like, aren't we all? Aren't we all? (laughs) Also, uh, this is a thing that I think is funny about movies, but you know when someone's supposed to be cool because they're wearing a Led Zeppelin t-shirt? Yeah. Uh, Anyway, that was just a part of it. (laughs) What? As though that's not the thing the guy at your high school no one wants to talk to wears? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Linda Cardellini, like, turns to a guy wearing a Led Zeppelin shirt, and then she's like, oh, hey. And he's cool. He's a cool dude. Anyway. He, he like, he's got a stairway to heaven. <laughs> well, with that, we will wrap up Sonya's birthday. It's done now. There's Aww. no more festivities. This was it. This was your... This is the grand finale. <laughs> <laughs> um, happy birthday, dude. Thanks. And, happy uh, birthdays. Yeah, we picked some crazy movies for this birthday really show. Really but it really was a, a fun... It was fun. Yeah. Um, you guys, what you watching? Wow. Well, I watched a little movie this week. Uh, that made Scooby Doo honestly seem like an Oscar winner. Oh my god! Um, that's really making the rounds, and also was weirdly related to one of the other movies we watched this week. Wait, oh, I know what you watched then. Cinderella, <laughs> yeah. Amazon Cinderella. Oh, the new one starring Camila Cabello. Mm. Was it good? No, oh, it's really bad, <laughs> and she's really bad. And I think whoever did the sound mixing hated her guts because. They sure didn't cover some of her spots where she's not on key. Oh. There's this part. Um, also, the song choices. Okay, so anyway, sorry. It's a jukebox musical of Cinderella. Dark. Starring all <laughs> kinds of people who people know. 
Mm-hmm. And then randomly, all of these British comedians who I only know because of the show Taskmaster because they've all been on it. Like I was like, James Acaster, why is he here? Ramesh, why is he here? Like all it's it was so random. James Gordon pulled in every favor. James Gordon was also in it, of mm-hmm. course, um, as one of the mice. But the song choices as a mouse. Yeah, he was one of the mice. Was it a digital mouse he voiced, or was he dressed up as the mouse? Well, they were digital mice, and then there's a scene where they get turned into humans. Oh, okay. okay, And they're like the footmen. Okay. Um, The song choices are Buckwild. Yeah. One of which was the song, Am I Wrong? I don't even know who it's by, like Flo Rida or something? Hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. but there's this part. It's been it's been viral on TikTok, so it's imprinted in my brain. But it's like, am I wrong? And then it switches to her, and she goes, am I wrong? And it's just like <laughs> off key, and it's so bad and so sad. And it's like they could have fixed that, and they didn't. <laughs> and her dress doesn't fit. And like, honestly, it was just wild. I have seen a few clips of her singing, and it's like the to sing in a four-person, like, pop group or whatever, like, sure. But to do a, like, you know, a musical where you're just kind of out there, it's a weird voice. And with Adina Menzel, (laughs) who can sing anything, Mm -hmm. although even she, like, it just, they just did no one any favors in this movie. Like, there are countless scenes where they're, like, singing a song and they didn't, like, give them any action to do in the scene. So they're all, like, in just, the yard hanging laundry and they're just kind of like walking around the yard and hmm. it's like this this is why you have a director like you have to make <laughs> these choices and then give them something to do or else your actors are just standing there anyway it was wild should I give him another another hundred bones Jeff yeah Ooh, that sounds a little rough it was fun. I fun do want to watch at. it, though. Yeah, you'll like it. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do You won't like it. You will like it. <laughs> Sean, what have you been watching? Um, well, I watched a series this week that some people are talking about called Squid Game. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Slash everyone in the world is talking about. Um, so it is about, it's a nine-part series about hundreds of, like, cash-strapped uh, people in Korea are sort of taken to this a space to play a game to play to take place to take part in a game mm-hmm. the, where they could potentially win millions of dollars they would save their lives because they're all in such like crippling debt um and things just get very kind of violent and horrifying from there but it's so like the it's the craziest thing to watch the sets are mind-boggling like absolutely impossible to make. I don't even know how they did it. Like, they're, like, just, like, tons of warehouses, just, like... And if there's no set that you could just go to, like, they would have had to make everything. It would have... I, I don't know. You guys should watch it because it's, like... I can't even wrap my head around it. And then a lot of the actors are, like, just so great. Like, most of them are models that turned actors. It's just, like, incredible to watch. And I think you guys need to get some eyes on it and talk about it because it's probably like some of the best television I've watched. Wow. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do a show on it. Yeah. Squid Game, Squid game Show. Squid Game. Squid Game Show. Um, you guys, I've been watching AP Bio mm. on Netflix. Have you seen the show? No, but I've heard people talk about it. Um, oh. It's just okay. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, It stars Glenn Howerton. 
And then he's he's from It's Always Fun- Sunny, the lead in It's Always Sunny. Um, but Patton Oswalt and Paula Pell are also in it. Oh. And I am a little frustrated because oh. there's one joke per episode that I think is hilarious. Oh. And then the rest of the time, I don't know what I'm doing. And whoever ordered this show, like whoever decided this is episode one and episode this is episode two, is a genius. Because every time I'm like, you know... I think I'm just gonna. Oh, that was really great! Like that. Like they just like the second before I'm just gonna stop. They they pull out all the stops and I die laughing at something. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, there's four seasons, two of which are on Netflix. I might not go past the uh, two, but um, that's. I like well, how we'll you see. say that. Like it's something to be ashamed of. Like we'll see how it ends. Yeah. How dare you not watch it's, a show that you're not enjoying? Oh, it's not done. It's still running. So there's, I assume, a fifth season coming or the fourth one's coming out now, but I don't know. Any of you guys, that's all the time we have. I'd like to give a shout-out to the Garys for use of our theme song, Manatuna, my co-hosts, Sonia and Sean, everyone here at CJTR, and to our listeners. Spoiler Alert is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6, rebroadcast Thursdays at noon, and is available as a podcast on CJTR's website. We're on Twitter at SpoilerAlertYQR and Instagram at SpoilerAlertCJTR. My Electric is coming up next. Do not forget to call in to Radiothon. Please. And Do it. get us to that goal so you can hear us talk about the thing mystery movie (laughs) bye Bye. (laughs) the arts guide on 91.3 fm cjtr regina community radio a look at art performance and media happenings in regina galleries and beyond at mutual ground artist run center from september 